Hi, I hope you're well. Thank you so much for joining me, Antonia K. Moore on Indie Arena. And today I want to talk about ways of making money as a musician. Um, it seems to be that there is the general consensus that it's so difficult to make money as a musician. And generally it is if you are starting out and you're trying to play your own music because obviously people want to build up a bit of a familiarity with you. They want to build up a little bit of, you know, trust in you. They want to kind of like know what they're getting. They want to know who you are. They want to see you on social. They want to be knowing what they're paying for. Otherwise, you're just going to be playing to a handful of people for free to try and build up that notoriety and build up that presence and build up that persona that you are going to be perceiving as a musician to your audience. So, I mean, if you want to um, pay, or sorry, get paid for playing your own music, you really need to be starting off with really being consistent online. And I know that if you're a musician, you're like, oh, I hate going online, it sucks. Look, nobody fucking wants to go on fucking line like you. I mean, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Like, it really is. There's a, so many different platforms, so many different rules, regulations, so many different algorithmic changes, all of this bullshit you got to try and keep up with. But I'm sorry to say, honey bun, that's the fucking way it is. And that's where it's at right now. I mean, you can go about it the old fashioned way by, you know, playing <clears throat> to an audience um, of, of a handful of people, you know, on repeat for months and months and months and months and months and months and months until you get maybe something and you crack something. But I mean, if you really want to just actually, you know, build up your fan base, all you got to do is like, you know, go on Instagram live, go on Facebook live on a regular basis, same time every day, every week, um, or every time and every week on the same day and just, um, show up to your fans engage with your fans a lot of musicians like just like put up a post walk away from it going okay leave them fucking you know make all the million comments and million likes it's never going to happen you have to engage with your audience otherwise it's going to be like oh yeah like um do i really like it i'm not really sure i mightn't like the next one you just have to be consistent and you have to be engaging anyway this particular episode isn't really about social media it's about making money um but I mean, I just had to reiterate that because I, I think I have probably said it like, you know, on my previous posts, I definitely said it like in a few Instagram and um, Facebook live videos that I've done as well in the past, because most musicians that I seem to talk to, they're like, oh, I don't want to be online. You know, it's just, it's, you know, they just don't want to be online. They'd rather be in a cabin in the middle of the woods making creative music and then just, you know, having somebody else deal with all the rest of it they want to get. Um, they'd rather get like somebody else to manage them. They want to get like somebody else to promote them. They want get, to get somebody else to book them. They want to get somebody else to do all the work for them basically. So all they have to do is like, just, you know, be cool and, you know, play music. But unfortunately it's a business just like anybody else. If you're a fashion designer, you have to go out and you have to promote your own stuff. If you are, um, uh, I don't know if you're an inventor of fucking anything, you've got to go out and promote it and sell it yourself. If you are, um, in any way, a business person, you've got to bloody work yourself. Unfortunately, the music industry um, is actually harder now than it probably was before. Because before, I'm sure people probably thought like that, oh yeah, Alice, I do loads of gigs and um, yeah, I know I'll get signed and then that's going to be it. But like when you get signed as well, it's not something to ever aspire to do because basically when it's just like, again, like any other business, 
if you have people that um, are, are say a record label that sign you they're not just signing you they're signing like a shit ton of other people as well and what they're doing is they're going to give you all a load of money that you have to pay them back with by the way none of that none of the money is free you might think you get an advance and then like oh hey this is great I can just you know do whatever I want with this money no you can't that money is for your recording and then when you make the recording and you sell the recording you got to pay the money back that's the way it works so People think that like, you know, it used to be great. You'd be able to just, you know, go and put yourself in front of these record executives and, you know, you'd be signed. But, you know, you're not the only person being signed. They're also signing, you know, a shit ton of other people. Just the same way as like, say, if you um, are opening a store, you're not really going to sell like one product in the store. You're going to sell, sell several products in the store. And whichever product sells better, <clears throat> you're going to buy more of. It's the exact same thing that they do with the music industry. They will sign a ton of artists and whichever artist basically makes the mo most money, then they will po put the most money into what like when it comes to promotion and PR and things like that. So what they'll do is they'll basically just, you know, see what sticks, just like the spaghetti test. They'll just throw it at the wall and whatever stick sticks and whichever one sticks then they're going to pump a ton of money into. So that's basically the way it works. Um, unfortunately, but I mean, it is the ha harsh fact of reality. Um, so I'm going to give you some ways. I mean, you're much rather off being better off being independent than you would be to be signed. Um, just for the very good reason is that like, you know, you lose all of your... Um, you pretty much lose everything like once you get signed there is the very very odd exception um, and they are people that have already built up millions millions of followers so therefore they have the power because they have millions upon millions of followers they have the power so the record execs are going well we want a piece of that pie so okay you've actually done this by yourself therefore um, you know we'll adhere to what your requests are rather than the other way around and that has only kind of happened really once where that person actually owns their music and is playing their music but yet has the power and the um, the PR machine behind them of the record label. Um, I can't remember who that artist is but basically they started like when they were I think like nine or something on YouTube creating music and now they're only 18 and they have absolutely built up millions of followers. And I mean, as well, just to let you know, and I have mentioned it as well in previous episodes, that when you um, when you basically uh, go on to a record label and you are going to be um, setting yourself up um, with them, not only are you going to be losing out on, you know, I suppose a lot of like the, the music rights and, you know, copyright, and maybe some intellectual property and things like that. But if you were to enter into a 360 deal, which means that you also would enter into a deal where um, they would take, you know, a slice of the merchandise and everything else, that pretty much leaves you, you know, back at square one with pretty much uh, feck all. But when you're starting out and if it was, if it was to be... Um, if you are looking to target like a, a music executive and a label and you want to get signed, you basically would need to have a lot of followers because they do, just like any other business, they um, follow their metrics, let's say, and KPIs. KPIs are key performance indicators. And as a musician, you should probably have some yourself um, and you can set them as to whatever you want. It could be, you know, key performance indicators could be, you know, how many 
streams you might get like on say an hourly basis or on a daily basis even like and then you can try like and push it out further and further into social media to kind of get like double that you know um these are all things like that are kind of done in business and unfortunately it's the exact same way i mean being creative is no longer really just about their creativity it's about being able to actually hone a business and push yourself out there and be able to know how to deal with social media but anyway, if you were to um, target a record label and that's what you really wanted to do and you really wanted to get signed, it's totally cool and it's totally fine, then you need to actually have a following. Because if they just look at you and go, um, yeah, great, you can sing and you can play, but like, I mean, you've got absolutely no following. You know, what are we supposed to do with this? How are we supposed to sell you when you've got no audience? Um, that's a sad, sad, harsh reality of it. So therefore, you really do need to be, you know, consistent online. You need to be posting um, you know, at least, you know, a good quality post on, I guess, like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and videos on YouTube as well, like, you know, every week. Um, and as well, TikTok is really where it's at now as well, like when it comes to, to music. So you really need to kind of get on that as well, if you're interested in TikTok. But like, I mean, it's really where it's on for, well, hot for now. But I mean, I don't know, I personally... I see it kind of growing, growing and just like, you know, exploding because I don't really kind of see, you know, it kind of probably will get bigger and bigger and bigger like but I mean, I actually basically what I'm trying to say is I don't want it to get bigger and bigger because it's like it's another fucking platform but where you really need to be is you really need to be on LinkedIn you really need to be reaching out to people on LinkedIn such as um, even like synchronization agents on LinkedIn um, if it's record or executives you want reach out to them on LinkedIn again music um, promotion and uh, music plays and radio things like that you reach out to them on LinkedIn so you really need to be on LinkedIn as a professional and you also need to be just as a showcaser on um, your platforms such as Instagram and um, and YouTube I mean yeah Facebook is the option as well but I mean I would really like to kind of I would really focus on YouTube and I mean when it comes to YouTube you do not under any means have to have um, a really glossy you know video that is like you know shot like on a really seriously cool camera and like you know a cool actors dancers you know this that the other going on you don't need that at all you can just actually go on youtube with yourself in front of a camera and just giving a few tracks and maybe just talking about your music um maybe even like you know doing some like you know backstage footage you can be doing some sort of uh, recording in a studio and maybe like you know kind of documenting that all of these things like do um come into effect and do work and are really really good for youtube as well because people love to see behind the scenes and if you could do maybe you know kind of just do a little kind of few recordings i mean even if they're like you know just about two or three minutes every single day on um, what you're doing on a daily basis like you know if you're bringing your, your guitar in to get really strong if you are writing some lyrics if you're getting frustrated if you're fucking having to go to work and you hate it because you want to work here on your music full-time if you're in the studio recording or if you're like you know looking for a session musician or if you're trying to like you know promote your music even if you're going around out handing flyers even if you are you know um doing an open mic night or whatever that is if you just record a few clips of that and just like put it all together which is really really easy just go on say iMac and um you can even like download an app on your phone to put them all together as well it takes a couple of seconds I mean obviously if you want to do jump cuts and you want to do um lots of other editing as well like you know by doing um you know maybe some sort of like um illustrations over them or if you want to do some sort of like text over them then that's up to you Oh, I mean, there's no need, there's no really need, there's no need to really, you can just um, upload the uh, segments as they are, 
they'll automatically be put together and you can just put that up on um, YouTube as it is and that would be like your weekly video and it's going to be really cool because it's going to be something that's a bit different and everyone's going to be really interested in that but as long as you put it up at the same time every day um, or sorry, on the day, on the same day every week, then, you know, that's consistency and people are going to be like, oh my God, a video, they're going to do another video again this, this Wednesday. Uh, I really want to be there and check it out. So, you know, people are going to be able to rely on your channel. Um, so, I mean, I would just like focus on maybe going into 2020, I would definitely focus on one platform and just go all in. And I would say maybe, you know, yeah, I would focus on YouTube, um, just for that reason. And I would also maybe, professionally focus on LinkedIn as well like so when you um put your YouTube video up I would suggest like sharing it on LinkedIn and I would say yeah I would say focusing on LinkedIn and YouTube as well by all means if you are interested in TikTok focus on that as well I mean Instagram too of course Facebook but um yeah I mean Instagram is great but I mean you would want to be kind of posting there regularly or at least you'd want to maybe be doing your stories there on a regular basis like so even if you were doing your daily videos of like you know five minutes or whatever it is you can put them up on your stories and then you can actually save your story and then you can put that up on youtube at the end of the week so that's another option anyway i absolutely completely totally totally digress i am going to now get to the point on with the show so ways of making money as a musician so um, one particular way of making money as a musician, as I'm sure you probably have often thought about yourself, are weddings. Weddings are fantastic because basically it doesn't matter what you do or who you are. If you are a band, if you are a, a covers artist, if you are a singer-songwriter, if you're a DJ, if you're a celloist, if you're a harpist, if you're, you know, whatever you are, you can actually um, play at weddings. So I would suggest maybe going to... Um, let's say for example your local um maybe town hall maybe going to your local uh, wedding events coordinator um going to local um hotels and that in the area any sort of wedding venues and just saying to them look i know that you have a lot of weddings here i am a for example a singer songwriter um here's i'm going to email you my press kit there's some links in there for my music the type of music i play is this kind of genre and um, I would love to be involved in any sort of up and coming weddings that are going on um, in your venue. And if you would just be able to maybe suggest to people that you um, have here, because the way it would work is that like people will come in, they would have a look at the venue, they go, yeah, this venue is lovely. We'd love to have a wedding here and they'd book it. So then you could say to the people in the uh, hotel, look, if they're looking for someone for music, just maybe you could send them, um, you know, my link as a suggestion. And they were like, yeah, sure. And so, I mean, weddings have like um, a good budget as well. So what you can do is you can always, you know, can you can set like yourself a, a good healthy fee. And I mean, weddings are like, you know, all year round. I mean, clearly there probably be more weddings in the summer than the winter, but there are plenty of uh, weddings in the winter as well. Um, another one as well would be sheet music. Um, funnily enough, believe it or not, there's actually... 3 million visitors to Sheet Music Plus online on a weekly basis alone. And that's like a completely unique visitors. Um, so if you have had sort of maybe some sort of semi-success, um, even in a local radio station, even if it's in your local town or your local village or whatever it is, um, with a song, um, you could always like put the lyrics of that song. You could, you could write that music down on Sheet Music and you could upload it to uh, Sheet Music Plus online and just create it as a pdf so you can just go on you can write the sheet music create it as a pdf upload it to sheet music plus and 
you can sell it there online. So that's another really kind of like handy way of making passive income. Uh, another option as well is um, if you're a session musician. So you can get hired in studios. You can um, start reaching out and building relationships in studios as well, which is going to be something that'd be quite beneficial for yourself anyway if you're a recording artist. Um, what you can do is you can just like, you know, maybe you could even just like, you know, give them a call, send them an email <clears throat> with your press kit. You can actually just rock around and knock on the door and be like, hey, how's it going? Um, I just want to pop in here. I'm a musician as well. I'm just like, you know, kind of maybe to see who, you know, just put a face to the name and, um, you know, just uh, let you know that I'm actually available and I'm in the location, I'm in the vicinity, I'm available for um, playing any sort of session musicians that are in for, I'm, I'm in, um, available for playing as a session musician if so need be. Um, if you're a bass guitarist, electric guitarist, acoustic guitarist, if you're a drummer, if you are a saxophonist, whatever you are, you can suggest to them that if you have anybody in here that does require a session musician, I'd be very happy to uh, pop in because I'm in the location. So let me know if you've got any anybody that's interested and that's my availability. Here's my press kit and here are my fees. And that also builds like really good relations with um, people that are in the studio too, because if you become reliable, if they're like, oh fuck, like we need a fucking guitarist here like really soon, um, we'll get onto this guy like and see if he's around, then like, yeah, you're here like within, you know, half an hour, brilliant. They're gonna be like nice when you're after like saving your ass because like, you know, studio time costs money. It's like by the hour. So basically if you can be there as soon as possible, you're saving them money and you're also helping them out. So that's gonna be building a really strong relationship there too. Plus also you'll be able to get some sort of, maybe you might get a discount when you're looking to record in the studio yourself. That's a really um, good way to, to build a relationship. Uh, subscriptions is another one as well. Of course, as you're probably familiar with, Patreon is a really good, um, most commonly used, I suppose, subscription platform at the moment. So if you wanted to, um, as I mentioned before, by going online and offering, um, to just you know be online say if you were if you were doing a gig and you know what you need to do is like say so for three months prior to the gig if you were to go on just for example facebook lives every tuesday at five o'clock and show up there at the exact same time for the best parts of an hour and just kind of you know play a few songs talk to the audience engage with them <clears throat> and also um, just maybe do a Q&A, things like that, and then say to them, look here, if you're really enjoying me um, coming up, here, coming on live here every single Tuesday at five o'clock, I would love it if you would um, hit us up on Patreon, and then they would, might, they would probably give you like five euros a, a month or something like that, like to tell them that you need it for the price of a cup of coffee, price of a pint, whatever it is, and um, that they can get you on Patreon. And by the end of three months, not only will you have like more money from Patreon, not only will you also have um, built up a, a, high, a bigger fan base, but you also will have people that will go to your gig. So at the end of three months, if you're after showing up online every single week, at the same time, you can say to them, oh my God, like I'm actually going to be playing in this place this day, come join me. It's gonna be like, hell yes, we've loved your stuff, loved watching you online, we're totally going to do that. So, I mean, that's a great way of like building up your fan base as well. And something that you should probably think of, like, you know, when it comes to metrics and KPIs, like I was saying yesterday, or yesterday, just a few minutes ago, sorry, I actually read it yesterday, which I thought was a really good idea. Uh, I said it a few minutes ago. Um, it was, uh, what artist was it again? I can't remember. Basically, anyway, his uh, way of measuring um, his, his KPIs were um, to get a fan a day. So every single day, if he just did one post a day or if he did like one story, one video, whatever it was, 
his intention would be to get one fan a day. And if you get one fan a day over like, you know, an entire year, that's over 365 fans, plus their friends that will be told through them about, you know, you, you might get more obviously than like one fan a day. You might get like five fans, 10 fans a day. Plus you get their friends as well. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a very consistent, steady way of growth. And also it's a great way to kind of just like slowly but surely like build your fan base. But, um, and that is by going online and being online because there's no other way of growing your fan base only by being online. Um, even if you are, even if you got signed tomorrow and given like, you know, a $10 million contract, you still have to, you know, do the exact same things. You still have to, pretty much you're going to have to be going to interviews, you're going to have to be doing this, that and the other. Um, and, you know, you may not have to like be posting online so much yourself, but you still have to be doing a lot of press and a lot of media. It's just a different version of it. Like, so it's like the older version, but if you can do it yourself, then you don't need it to be done. And it is much better to reach people this way than it is, um, just, you know, on, on TV or any other kind of old fashioned medium, let's say. Um, so Patreon is a great one. And I mean, with Patreon as well, you can actually go on your own website. You can put Patreon on your own website. So, um, you know, you can say that, look, look, if you want to get like discounts at merch, if you want to get discounts with, um, ticket sales, if you want to get, you know, VIP access, whatever, you can subscribe to Patreon on a monthly basis and you get access to all of that. So it's great. Um, also if you're a multi, a multi instrumentalist, you could also be an arranger. Lots of people are actually hired for concert or studio sessions. So that's another kind of way of making, um, another kind of side, uh, money earner too, like for making a little bit of extra cash. Um, that is, that's a really, really handy way. So, I mean, I think between that, like being a session musician, doing lives and, you know, sending your Patreon link out there or just putting your, um, sheet music online. I think all those are great ways to definitely have consistent income on a regular basis. Backing tracks as well. So again, if you have had a song that has been relatively popular, um, even locally, as I mentioned before, you can actually create a backing track as well and put that maybe up on your website or put that like, you know, um, with the sheet music actually. So you could sell it with the sheet music as a package. Um, you know, so it could be, you could put it up, you know, for sale, like, you know, as an idea for karaoke or for anything like that. And it's going to sell that as well on your website, or it could sell it on uh, different platforms that are online too. Um, another thing is private parties as well. Private parties are great, um, ways of just, you know, kind of doing small gigs and, you know, kind of, you know, it's an easy way of making money because it's enjoyable. It's not really too much work. You're just kind of turning up in the private parties and you're kind of getting in there with the crack and it's all fun. Um, particularly right now coming up to the Christmas season as well, it'd be great to, um, try and just like put the word out there that you're available, you know, for parties, be it like, you know, for DJing or for, for playing in a band or whatever it is. Um, you can just say that like, you know, if your cousin, uncles, mothers, aunts, dogs, cousins, cats, pigeon is having a party, then you can absolutely play and you can charge them a fee. Uh, also events. So if you know of events that are happening in your area, you can get in touch and offer your service for a fee as well. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it's obviously going to be different events. I mean, even if like your local village of like, you know, 200 people is turning on the Christmas lights, you can say, well, Hey, well, look, do you know what? I'll play a track post, um, post light turn on or you know if they're having a sales day or something you could go in like you know to their store and say look I'll just do like you know a small DJ set like you know for the people that are coming in say if it was like Black Friday or even in the January sales you can say like oh you've got a sale coming on your store how about like you know you make the store really appealing 
and um, you know just kind of be bringing people into the store like by enticing them with like a bit of live music I can do singing I can do my guitar I can do some DJing I can play the harp I can do whatever it is um, also getting in touch with restaurants bars and clubs I mean this is like a no-brainer I mean I'm sure obviously like you've been in touch with like a million bars and clubs but I mean even restaurants too I mean even if you're a pianist if you play um, anything like that if you play even uh, the violin cello whatever it is you can always like you know I get onto restaurants like for you know they're busy night of the week they could you could always it's always beautiful to have maybe like live music you know something really soothing in the corner um like that <clears throat> or even like the bars clubs as well get onto them tell them that, that you're available that you're in the location that you're happy to um play this is your fee and uh <clears throat> They're that you're available at short notice too, just because you are in the location. <clears throat> Excuse me, <mom. clears throat> teaching as well. I mean, even if you're a DJ, singer, songwriter, drummer, or in a band, or whatever it may be, teaching is a great way as well of um, earning a bit of extra money. Because, I mean, say for example, once again, now as we are coming up to Christmas, if you were to um, you know, you just get like, say, if you're, if you're, you know, niece, nephew or whatever, um, got like, say, um, a DJ in a box, like for Christmas, you know, I mean, you don't want to be carrying that thing around with you. Like you obviously want to kind of have a DJ come to your house. I can show you how to use your own equipment in your own home. So therefore when they go, you can just like, you know, carry it on rather than having to go to a studio or go to a place and learn and then have to go back home and try and do it yourself again. You're not really going to do it. You're better off like just like learning it at home from your own gear. So, I mean, if you're a DJ, you could say like, okay, what I'll do is I'll sign you up for like maybe 10 lessons, an hour each week, and then, you know, you'll progress each week and this is what we'll do. Um, so that's a really good idea. And also say if someone's after getting a guitar for Christmas, you could say, look, I'll do again, like, you know, 10 lessons with you on um, a weekly basis, uh, one hour a week or whatever it is that you, um, that you, that you play, you can always, um, suggest that you will, um, offer lessons, and it's really good to do it as well, like, in bulk, say, like, as I mentioned, like, you know, 10 lessons, which is, like, one hour a week for 10 weeks to get to a certain level and get certain results, that is a good way of, um, of, of selling it as well and packaging it up, and, uh, of course, corporate events are another one, Corporate events are really good because they're always having parties. I mean, they, they're, if you think about any multinationals, like they really do pride themselves on, um, on, on, on culture. So they always have events. I mean, I was working in a multinational before and like there's always different events. I mean, and of course, any excuse as well, like be it Paddy's Day, be it Valentine's Day, be it, you know, Easter, whatever it is, summer, spring, autumn, winter, whatnot, they will have an event. So, um, just get on to different corporations. I mean, there's actually, there's, there, I mean, like when I was working in multinational, there was like one single person that their entire job was just to, just to organize events all the time. And was like, I mean, that sounds like your dream job. But if you were to do that, you could just, um, send them your, uh, just maybe give the company a call. Say you're looking to speak to like the person in Peoria, you're speaking, look and speak to the events manager, the internal like events manager. Um, and just say, look, listen, I, um, as a DJ, I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a band. Um, we, I know that you probably are hosting, you know, parties on a regular basis. Maybe you might be looking for some music. If you are, or if you are looking for some live music by any chance, do check out my stuff, and I would be totally available. I'm in your location, and it'd be great to uh, work with you. And they have money as well, so they're happy to pay. There's no, you know, trying to kind of, you know, scam you down in price or whatever it is like you know they're just going to pay the fee that you that you'll suggest to them as well because they're obviously multinationals they have the money to spend 
Um, another one, community organizations and social clubs. Again, if your aunties, cousins, brothers, dogs, cats, pigeon is going to be organizing like a, a coffee morning or, you know, you're going to have some sort of community organization, you can just say, look, I'll pop along. I can just do, you know, some like DJing there in the background or I can just be playing guitar or whatever it is. Um, another national events and holidays. I mean, this is an obvious one. Um, I'm sure of that even though if there are national events that maybe might be like a larger stage, but if you are starting out and you are not able to get on to obviously the main stage, even as a support act, what you could always offer to do is like, you know, maybe play in the, the VIP tent or in the other tent. If there's like, you know, any sort of like tent that has like a bar, you could offer to kind of just like, you know, play in there throughout the day as a DJ or as a, as a guitarist or whatever it is, once again, as a band, um, Online e-concerts is kind of pretty much what I was saying earlier on about doing like the, the lives, the Facebook live or the Instagram live. Online e-concerts are great as well because you can actually you can you can actually do um, the lives to promote them as well. Not maybe full lives, but maybe you could do a live for you know a few minutes and just do one song and say, look, listen, it'd be great if you would um, come. I'm going to do some um, you know I'm going to do an e-concert like and you can get like maybe tickets for free, uh, maybe on Eventbrite. And then people like, or maybe not even free, but like, you know, for cheap and affordable. But then on your um, your own uh, website, you can be offering it to your, um, your, your members, your subscribers there as well. Because I would suggest that if you've got a website, obviously you want to be giving away a freebie in order to collect email addresses because that's the way you are going to turn your fans into customers is by having a light box or a pop-up box on your website, giving them something for free, you could say that like you can give them um, free, IP, free VIP access um, to your concerts or gigs, discounted ticket prices, um, be the first to know about new music, first to know about gigs. Um, you can, you know, give them like sort of um, an unreleased uh, download or something like that in exchange for their email address. Um, and then you can put them onto your email address. And what I would suggest as well is at least once a month, um, on the, again, on a regular basis, like say it could be the end of the month, whatever it is, choose your day, um, or like choose your date of each um, month, say on the 30th of every month, I'm going to give you um, backstage inside information as to how my, my month has gone. And then again, like as I mentioned with the YouTube clips as well, you could basically just um, put everything together. You could kind of do like a little blog um, and then have all the different clips and all your all the videos as well, like from your YouTube, um, in this one package and that you're going to send to your subscribers on a monthly basis to let them know all the different amazing things that you got up to throughout the month uh, music wise and also a few things in there too that you haven't made public yet just to kind of give them that like sneak peek um so yeah online concerts yeah and so selling your tickets um to them for free online concerts or not free online concerts but like for for a fee online concerts um Writing custom songs for fans. Again, if people like love you, you know, uh, someone's birthday is coming up or something, you could, their their friend could ask you to write them um, a happy birthday, you know, because like, they're your biggest fan or whatever. That'd be really cool. And you can put it up on your website. Or you can say in your social media, look here, if you want me to write you a custom song, like no problem. Let's get in touch with me. And um, depending on what it is, you can organize a price. Um crowdfunding is obviously something that like I think every artist is more than familiar with um again when you're doing crowdfunding you have to be quite good with it you have to um treat it like any social media once again you got to like every single day show up 
post it, share it, talk about it, be honest, just to be able to get it out there because everyone just puts up, you know, crowdfunding platform, you know, thing on the platform and doesn't really get much traction unless you actually treat it like a full on PR campaign. Um, MP3 sales are still, I wouldn't say necessarily alive and well, but they're still, they're still kicking a little bit. So, I mean, depending as well, like obviously if it's not for, um, not available for streaming, um, for free, then an MP3 sale could be quite, um, you could, you could be selling them as well on your website because if it's not available anywhere else, it's only available for MP3 download, then, you know, someone that is a true fan would re love, really love that song will purchase it like for a reasonable price, not like something extortionate, obviously. Streaming, of course, as you're aware on Spotify or anything else um, is another fantastic way of um, of being able to earn a little bit of money on the side. But then again, of course, like we all know that Spotify fucking pay fuck all like you know so we don't know about that anyway there's other streaming services that you'll definitely get paid more on you can even set up your own streaming service vinyl is a great way too because you know everyone loves no, uh, I was gonna say the vinyl everyone loves vinyl because of the nostalgic purposes the tangible purposes and you know just the whole just novelty of it as well so I mean if you're putting your music out in vinyl and it's on your website then that's that's really cool um, VIP experience, I mentioned that one already. Royalties, mechanical and performance, of course. YouTube, now if you were to try and get on YouTube, um, you need to be posting every single week and you need to have um, 1,000 subscribers and 400, or sorry, you know, 4,000 hours viewed on your YouTube channel within one year to be able to get it monetized. So if you can consistently post, then you can achieve that and then therefore you can earn money from, from YouTube. Government grants, um, whether you're, you're in the UK, Ireland or the US, government grants as well are another fantastic way of like being able to fund your tour, going overseas, your project, whatever it is. They, there is a certain amount of money for, for arts um, from the government every single year. And not every single musician is even aware of this. But I mean, if you were to just go on to um, Google even like government grants in your country, You'll be able to find um, ways of applying for these government grants and I mean obviously hopefully you know you can get them and if you don't get it this year then you can get it next year and you can keep applying because <clears throat> you just like for if you if you apply and you don't get it then you can learn what you did wrong and what they're looking for and then you can keep applying and there are really good grants out there and it's definitely worth looking into and I would highly suggest you do you do that. Um, paid partnerships and appearances of course um, if you're kind of obviously a little bit, you know, if, you, if, you, if you've kind of got like a slight bit of notoriety with your music, um, you know, and maybe at a national level or whatever, you could get on and get an agent to, um, you know, <clears throat> maybe get, that's when you get a PR agent is like when you already sort of have um, notoriety in your, um, in your country, not at the very beginning, because like a PR agent at the very beginning can't sell you, even if you have a new EP, new album, new tour, they can't really sell you because it's like, who are these people? Oh, they're, they're a really cool new band, you know, from the country and they've got this really brilliant new sound and they're really unique and they're really young and they're really enthusiastic and they're amazing. Yeah, okay, that's great, but what what, are they, what makes them different? Oh, just the fact that they're, you know, they're, they're, every single artist and every single band, as amazing as unique as, and, and individual as every single person is, unless you're going to, you know, unless there's already sort of momentum built up, with 
your music and people already know who you are. They're not really going to pay attention because there's so many people. I mean, a pure person literally just presses their button and puts your press kit out to um, their database. And if someone picks it up, great. And if they don't, oh well. Do you know, it's not like a case of um, they're going to really think, you know, they're really going to push you because they think that you're super amazing. Of course, they're going to probably say to you in a meeting, yeah, we can definitely do a lot for you. We think you're amazing. Your music is great. We're definitely going to be able to get you loads of airplay. We're going to get you loads of this. And then when it happens after three months, campaign is over and like, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know. Something, you know, happened and we're not able to measure it. And um, yeah, look, sure. It's, it's potluck really, you know. It's bullshit. They're just trying to fucking take your money. Do not, do not, do not go for a fucking PR agent until you're actually got momentum going in the media already. When the media start reaching out to you is when you need to get a PR agent and not beforehand. But anyway, when you get to that level is when you can also get partnerships and appearances. Last but not least, stock music. You could always like, you know, record your music and also put it up on um, a stock services on different stock websites such as uh, Music Vine, Purple Planet and more. Um... So, yeah, I mean, you can basically sell your music there um, to, you know, so people that if they're doing like, maybe um, they're doing a YouTube video, maybe they're going to be doing, uh, actually, influence is another really good one as well, because influences on YouTube, let's say, or even Instagram or whatnot, they're used to getting um, physical packages or physical items or whatever it is to promote. So therefore, it's kind of like something you have to like try and test and use and see and talk about and figure out and show and handle and play with and all that kind of thing. Whereas if you were to actually send your music to influencers, you could say, can you please play this at the uh, end of your video, at the beginning of your video, or maybe in the middle, and then put the link to all my stuff like in your comments. Then they'd be like, yeah, sure, that's fucking really easy. So reach out to influencers as well. It's another really good one. And um, yeah, so as I was saying, like the stock music, just, I mean, there's like loads of different people that would be, you know, creating maybe advertisements, you know, online themselves, like for their, um, for her office stuff, I don't know, whatever they want to do, they're creating ads and they want music, they can go on to stop music and they can find your stuff. So there you have it. That is all of the fantastic tools, tactics, tricks and techniques when it comes to making money with your music as it is right now. Um, there are plenty of other ways too, as I'm sure you are aware. They are some of the, the ways that are probably overlooked by lots of musicians, I think right now in the current climate. Anyway, I didn't really intend it for this to be that long, so I'm going to say ciao for now, and I would love it if you would hop over to my website, antoniakmore.com, um, and I would love, actually, if you would maybe follow me on Instagram as well, at antoniakmore, uh, and then, of course, if you're on Twitter, I'm antoniakmore there as well, and even on um, on uh, everywhere, that's it, you know, Snapchat, whatever, well, I don't really go on Snapchat, but any you know, other places too. But I would love if you would go on um, Instagram as well. Go on to my um, link in my bio of Instagram. And if you're interested in maybe joining the music business program, which is a program that I have like to coach musicians like from the A to, to Z of music. So pretty much it's like, you know, talking about like, yes, one thing we like different ways of making money in music, different ways of how to build a fan base or whatever your goals are, um, basically guiding you and coaching you to achieving your goals. So if you'd be interested in finding out more about that, you can send us a DM on um, Instagram and you can also click the link in my bio.
and sign up for the waitlist for the music business program. So thank you so much. And I'd love to hear any sort of feedback or any questions you have at all. If you have any questions um, regards the music industry, music business or anything else, please do reach out and I will try and answer your questions for you. In the meantime, have a fantastic rest of your week and ciao for now.